0: hello and welcome to life and ball podcast we always experience technical difficulties and today was no different it was very tough recording this podcast but after our ninth take here we are cue the music also i just learned that you can reverse the music so there's that Okay, a lot has happened in today's NBA. The All Star game has been completely changed. Completely changed. It used to be, you know, people East versus West. But after a couple of years, competition just became really bad. I'm pretty sure a team almost scored 200 points. And that's bad. So, can you guys tell me what happened? Can anybody inform the people on what they want to know?
1: Okay, yo. Basically, what happened was today, the NBA league offices came out uh, and they pushed this new uh, NBA All-Star Game change down. And uh, from what I read and heard, Chris Paul and the Players Association were really behind this, along with owner Mark Cuban. It was really their uh, push for this. And the reason they wanted to do this is because they wanted the game to be more competitive. And they wanted something new to build up to the All-Star Game. So basically, what ha- what happened now... Is uh, prior to this change, All-Star uh, games, the, the selection for All-Star games, the teams that for All-Star game uh, were divided based on conferences where <clears throat> fan votes uh, amounted for five players in a, all, in, in a 12-man All-Star team, and the other seven p- uh, positions were directly based on uh, uh, the All-Star coach who picked seven players based on uh, who they thought right, uh, based on who was having a good season and whatnot, other factors. And uh, now the difference is um, those, the initial 22, 24 players will still be t- selected based on the same category that I mentioned, uh, votes as well as uh, coaches selection. But now the, in the initial votes, the, the two players that get the most votes per conference, so uh, East Conference, the guy who gets the most, and West who gets the most, they, these guys will now get together and they'll have a mini draft between themselves of the people that were selected into this pool of talent. So there's 22 other players who are already there. And from there, just like playground style, these guys will say, yo, I want Kevin Durant. Yo, I yeah, want like, Kyrie. It's going
0: like, to be like one guy just going, yo, LeBron, first pick. Who do you want? Yo, you know what? I'm going to take uh, sh- shit, D-Wade. And that's what we're scared yeah. of. We're scared of favoritism showing here. We saw last year, who was it? Tony Allen, select All-Stars. And it was just atrocious. <laughs> it was literally atrocious. He picked. I'm pretty sure Luke Babbitt. <laughs> what picked? He picked. <laughs> he picked why, yeah, he picked,
2: he actually did that. Yeah, That's he his picked. Boy,
0: l- you know. He picked. Luke, you know what he was like. Yeah, Luke Babbitt. You can ball, man. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you know what's like sad- the saddest part is uh, he didn't want to give anybody credit to be an All Star. So he thought, yo. Luke Babbit is such a scrub that I I, I could give him some dabs because everyone knows he's a scrub. Uh, but it's just it's just the I don't want it to be like first pick Steph Kevin second pick and, and you know what's funny too first pick who 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 will Steph pick? You know, will he pick Clay first. Will he pick Steph first? You know, or, or like will yeah. he pick Draymond first? Like that's a very interesting dynamic I want to see.
1: Like, also, like, another thing, like, uh, I, I, you're right, like, team loyalty is another thing, and another thing I'm gonna watch out for in the draft is is there gonna be uh, sneaker deal loyalty? Like, I'm pretty sure the Nike, the team Nike is very tight. Uh, what if you see, like, yeah, you, know, you can't pick an Adidas sneaker, guy, like, exactly. You know, like, uh, team Nike is gonna be like, oh, yo, bundle that, you know, go for your Nike brothers, stuff like that. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see for real, collusion. On some yeah, line. exactly. Illusion, but yo, like what we, is what we we're talking about earlier? Basically, is does this really improve the idea of all-star? Okay, the all-star game is supposed to have the best talent in the NBA in the all-star game. I mean, that's the reward, right? Like, yes, okay, where yes. wherever all-star games happen, the idea is that if I'm a player and I put put in my work in the summer and my in my season and I and I and I kill it, so you guys better reward me. With the All Star Game appearance, right? But does this, what I want to ask you guys is, does this, uh, does this uh, uh, change in the uh, in the way the uh, NBA All Star Game is done now, reflective of this sort of uh, thinking that best players get rewarded? Because I don't think it is.
0: It doesn't. I mean, uh, I you can take it so. away, Bashmo.
1: I don't think that this has any effect
2: on that aspect of the All Star Game itself. Again, we can't forget that the NBA All-Star Game is really just an exhibition for individuals that have been selected with the honor of being All-Stars, right? So you're recognized as, like, one of the best players during that season by fans, coaches, whatever. Yeah. Uh, And that's the reward in and of itself. But you get to play in this exhibition game. So this change really only affects the actual exhibition game aspect of being an All-Star. Yeah. more so than, yeah. than the merit of a deserving one, right? So, but I think that was a wise idea because, again, I, I, what we were saying before uh, the technical difficulties took over was that in the last couple of years, the NBA All Star games, uh, the actual exhibition game itself, interest among fans has been waning. I mean, we see less and less defense. We see more and more three-point attempts by everybody on the court. Maybe, uh, you know, having this dynamic of players selecting teams, it'll, br- it'll bring some sort of pizzazz, you know, to the actual game itself. You might see, you know, cross-conference uh, rivalries uh, manifest themselves in different ways. You might see, you know, maybe some of the Warriors split up, you know, Draymond guarded Clay and vice versa. You might see Durant and LeBron be on the same team. You know, you yes. might see Westbrook and Westbrook and, I don't know, uh let me think of a player out Westbrook and LeBron might be on the same team for all we know. So, I mean, for that reason alone, adding some spice to the actual all-star game itself by having these interplayer player uh, cross, you know, relations that, that could be on the court, That's a, I'm all for it, man, because I don't want to see a game where, you know, again and again, year after year, just endless amount of threes being chucked, poor defense being played, 200-point game nearly from both sides. It's, it's insane. So, I, 200-point I game basketballs me. need to die
1: percent yeah. yeah. exactly. Unless,
0: 100%. unless, like, they're that good. If they're that good, like, all for it, but they're not.
1: Yeah, Ex- exactly. It's a basketball there's no played, right? I mean. Yeah, exactly. Right. And uh, to be honest, man, you're right about fan interest because I think last year was the first year that for some reason I couldn't watch the game and I was like, oh, well, it's not a big deal. And I watched the highlights and I wasn't even that impressed because I knew yeah. these games are losing intensity, man. and. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, as I was, uh, like, what I was, was going to bring up is um, the, the All-Star game is, for, for most fans, of course, for some fans who are not, like, uh, too serious about it, it's just one night or one, uh, one weekend with the All-Star Saturday showcase. But for most fans, it's the process about, which starts about being an All-Star from the moment the NBA season kicks off, right? Because you track stats, you look at who's performing how, you look at regular season standings and all those different factors. But now, with this additional uh, layer... It's the build-up, like, two weeks before All-Star Game, three weeks before All-Star Game. Let's say TNT does a show where LeBron and Steph or LeBron and KD, whoever get the top two votes, they, they, they link up, uh, they meet each other, and there's a little, like, there's a nice uh, build-up around it to make the All-Star Game get its uh, juices back, you know what I mean? I have a, I have a question. Because uh, uh, American sports, sports are kind of interesting, just aspects the All-Star as
0: how interesting would it be? This is just a side question. I just want to see how we're doing as a whole, as the, uh, how, how the league is doing representing our best guys. D- does um soccer have a system where, this is for Summer, does soccer have a system yeah. where it's like starting 11 versus starting 11, who's played the best this year, these top 11 guys, or these top 11 guys, and they can represent some sort of, like I don't know, charity? Do they have something like that, or would they have an all-star weekend or something or anything like that?
1: Um. In, in European soccer, they don't. In MLS, they do. Uh, so in Major League Soccer, I guess, because All-Star is a pretty American sports-based uh, word, and uh, and it's like a pretty American thing, I would say. So in the European world, they don't. In the European world, what they do is at the end of the year, uh, the different organizations, they, they put out a team of the year. But a team of the year is equivalent to like a NBA first team, second team, or third team. So I don't think other sports like soccer, European soccer especially, don't have all-Star game, there's been push for it in the Premier League to make it a bit more of a spectacle. But uh, at this point, right now, there's no real interest among teams or, or the league to do it now.
0: Okay, um, that was just a side question. Because like we always complain about why the All-Star game is so trash. But let's be thankful to have an All-Star game. Uh, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, That's what I was just trying to get at too. But this doesn't necessarily improve... The All Star Game, as we said before, there are still twelve East guys being selected, and I know on the last pod I talked about uh, if we start with All Star revision, that will lead to conference revision because we gotta take baby steps here. But this is with this new All Star, you know, revision. I'll say that the league is really moving in in a progressive way they already changed the lottery they took away the yeah. ability to swap picks so that whole thing with uh boston and brooklyn training picks and then on the off year where you can't give away your number one pick to another team you can swap picks they took that out of the league uh, they also took this new all-star thing out of the league where they didn't they no longer make it just east versus west uh i think that like i i, I honestly think in a couple of years there will not be conferences Who, who's with me
2: yeah, I definitely think that that seems to be uh, the upwards trend. And again, the league, I'm telling you, man, I, I, it was it was probably on a, p- a previous podcast you and I spoke on as well. Uh, the NBA is literally, it's all about breaking tradition, man, in the last couple of years. You're seeing it in so much different cases. This is just another example of the league breaking away from its you know de- uh, half decade long, uh, over a half decade long trend of just, having East versus West, you know, it's all about being progressive, as you said, and this is step number one, you know, you get, you get rid of the idea of conferences in the actual all-star game. Um, you know, who knows what it'll lead to because I'm not going to lie. I feel like this was, uh, I, I felt like the, the number one set, like the first thing they should do is do it for playoffs and then maybe the all-star game. But if I'm not complaining, if they're going to start with the all-star game, because I'm not going to lie, some sort of playoff amalgamation between both conferences has to happen. But, uh, Due to, the par- due to the lack of parity in the league right now. So, but you, I, yeah. I, I think it's a great progressive step, and hopefully it eventually reflects on what they want to do with the postseason and getting rid of conferences there, having a 1-16 through 16 type of tournament. That's hopefully the end, end result at some point down the line.
1: Yo, but um, I, I, I understand where you guys are coming from, but I just want to like put it into this perspective that... Uh, uh, yo, yeah, it is, you're right. The Eastern Conference is historically weak, and... Uh, those factors are contributing to uh, the Eastern conference to play off as a product, not as attractive. And, and I bet TV revenues are going to indicate this year compared to the Western conferences, which will lead to ultimately a decision being made because financial decisions are such a, of such paramount interest to the league. But yeah, this is my, this is the, this is the counterpart I want to make is, um, but you know, the, I think when, when, when a league becomes reactionary, like it, it tries to change itself to certain phenomena that are going around, I feel that's where the league loses some of its credibility, the sense that what, what, like when we talk about the NBA, uh, we talk about its history, we talk about when we make these comparisons, we talk about, oh, the great teams and all these things. The moment you tr- you change the fabric of the, the NBA with the conferences, I feel that you're going down a, a rabbit hole where change becomes the norm and stability or existing tradition become the I guess the 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 it's it's the thing that doesn't happen anymore, and I don't know if that's a good thing for a for a league that's trying to build a brand globally because you got to have some sort of stability. What do you guys think about that, though? Like I, I, think, product, I think I right? think you're
0: I think you're 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 talking from a standpoint where you you like to debate. Oh, was the '96 Bulls better than the, this year's Warriors? And I feel as if. When we change the league so much, it's gonna change the ability to c- compare contrast, Ooh. and I yeah, and I think yeah. that's why well, that's what you're fearing, and the credibility I think you're saying is, well, yo, how do we know who's good in the whole grand scheme of things? How do we decide who's an all star when merits change every single year? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're fearing, but we we know who we we we, we know that. Uh, Making it to the finals and winning a championship is very hard, correct? Because I feel like you're yeah. alluding to uh, changing the playoff format is going to completely ruin the credibility of the NBA. Is that what you're alluding to?
1: Not, not the credibility, but I, I'm saying it's like, you know, like uh, just because it's weaker, weak now. Okay, what if, w- w- like why why, aren't we looking at it in this sense? Why are teams leaving the East? Why aren't we looking at it from that perspective?
0: Let me get to this point, though. So you're yeah. saying, oh, we have to keep it east-west. But if you generally think about it, when I can segregate two groups of people and say only this side can come to the finals and only this side can come to the finals, you're not getting the best finished product in the end. Because let's say, let's say teams yeah. ranked 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 were all in one side. They cannibalized each other. And let's say teams ranked 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 were on the other side. Now we have a matchup in the finals like a 1 versus a 9. Do you get what I'm saying? And so,
1: yeah, yeah. No, so I agree with that. I, and yeah. I
0: know and I know that if we take away if we abolish conferences, we'll get the best finished product. The WNBA did something where they let same same conference teams meet up in the finals. And ever since yes. that, it's produced last year's WNBA final has been one of the greatest finals of all time. And this year's WNBA finals have been the greatest finals of all time. By the way, shout out to the Los Angeles Sparks. I believe their games right now. I don't know who won. I'll let you guys know right now, but uh, anyways, maybe, yeah, you get what I'm saying here.
1: Yes, yeah, I, I know. I understand your point. Maybe I was playing a bit, trying to play a bit of devil's advocate, but I'm still hesitant on the way it's going to be done. But I think, I of, think one, one yeah. way you
2: can look at it is is you're, I get what you're saying. Like sudden change based on uh, a knee jerk reaction, so to speak, might have uh, harmful effects more so than beneficial ones immediately but i think change can happen incrementally and i think that's what has to happen with the with the goal of, of eliminating conferences now you're not going to do it in one full FL swoop you're not going to say no more conferences across the board but any change that happens in the league so his, so so storied as you said uh, with such you know historical significance and, and so many so many different uh things that the league is proud of over its you know 60 70 70 year existence you can't make these changes happen overnight you have to do things step by step so i guess for example you know this is, just today what happened was, was is a great you know illustration of that the league has taken a very minor step uh albeit a small one in in getting rid of the idea of conferences in the actual all-star game uh, step number two uh l- let's say hypothetically the league uh rather than have rather than have east teams versus west teams uh in the playoffs uh maybe five years maybe five years from now they, they'll, they'll decide you know what this season we're gonna have you know a, a top 16 teams Uh, you know, as far as records are going to play each other in the playoffs, one through 16, two versus 15, so on and so forth. However, we're going to keep the conference format uh, for the actual regular season itself. Uh, But, you know, for now we're going to do that. Um, You know, that's just another example of like an incremental change they can make. So uh, the idea, I guess, is, is to have, make these small changes Give them a little bit of a test run for a year, two, three, a three-four year trial period. See how that impacts the league long to, a little bit longer, to give yourself that buffer, and then you know you you kind of gauge what impact this small change has made, and if you need to, if you feel the need to make another one, you go ahead and take the next step, maybe getting rid of conferences for you know the entire league. Let's say after you've done it for the playoffs and so on and so forth. So you're right to keep the. To keep the, the 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 historical integrity of the game, you don't want to make ha- changes happen too fast, but you do want to make changes uh, when when necessary. B- however, you got to do it incrementally and give them a pro- proper time buffer. I think in order to see change that, that's really going to be significant. So you're right; you don't want to make a knee jerk knee jerk reaction right away, uh, especially permanent, t- especially causing permanent change. Yeah, but it, everything is done w- with 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 respect to time. I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think that's why Adam Silver is like even uh I think you we will we will see more changes in terms of the salary cap the the new TV deal. I think there's going to be uh reform coming to the league, but you're right. Slow and steady is the is Adam Silver's uh method, you're right.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I, think- I I also wanted to point out though that this year uh it's charities that they're playing for, so that adds okay. a that adds a little bit more Oomph.
1: I mean, you know, they always get. I, I heard it uh, from what I know. It's five thousand dollars for each player that on, that's on the winning side of the of the of the All Star game. So, so, that's, they, so uh, that's they could definitely raise
0: that. Like uh, they could, they could one hundred percent go to. Uh, wow, my audio clipped. But uh, they could one hundred percent go to. You know, uh, um, do you think they could do a million for the winning side?
1: Twelve guys, uh, a million. That's Honestly, not unrealistic. That's yeah,
0: that's not, not realistic. realistic like, I'm yeah. just saying, no, the league puts it up. Not you, not them, the league. No, no,
1: no. The league will never put that up. You'll, you'll need to find... A uh, like, sponsor? You gotta find sourcing <laughs> yeah. for that, yo.
0: Okay, well, yeah, I just think the 12... Okay, 12 of them could eat... Okay, just a large sum of money. Because once you put a large sum of money down for a charity, these guys will actually play hard. Yeah. I, I know they will. For
1: sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, but But, yo, the, but... One thing, one thing I want to do say is what I want I don't know if you guys know this or ask like, as question is this rule change permanently for All Star Games? I mean, not the rule change, but or is it only for because it's, it's the next All Star Games in in Los Angeles and they want to make a big, I guess, show? Or is this like the is this gonna be the way it's done for, for good now? Uh, I think this is I, the
0: way it's done.
2: I, I don't think it's gonna be permanent if they don't feel like it's gonna be the need, but I think it is something that they're trying to stick with moving forward. Okay. Uh, I, I, don't think know. That, I think. I
0: think. I we're have to see. I, I think they're in the feedback. lab. They're in the lab. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah lab. Okay. Exactly.
2: It's just a business okay. decision. It's a business decision that we'll see how they feel about it after the, the end results come in and what fans think. And I'm sure they're gonna use the feedback to
1: gauge. Yeah. 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 Well, Man.
0: I mean, I'm excited for it because I want to see if LeBron's gonna pick Kyrie. I want to see if, like, dude. Do, oh does, hell no! He's not, you not gonna pick Kyrie. He
1: won, yeah, Definitely he won't, won't. He won't. Will Steph pick yeah. Kyrie then?
0: Will Kyrie be last Probably. pick?
1: No, you know who's gonna be last pick? Uh, I hate to say this, but I think it's gonna be like
0: Camber Walker, uh,
1: like 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 yeah. like someone 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 like Bradley Beal or something.
2: Really?
0: No, yeah. I think DeRozan yeah, might I be last pick. I, <laughs> no,
1: think DeRozan, yeah,
2: I feel like DeRozan has a low. key has a lot of clout in the league
1: among like. Yeah, because remember what Kevin Durant said about his footwork. Yeah, like, yeah, Durant gave
2: him some hype. yay so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, you know what?
0: I, I always, you know, who's your favorite player in the league right now, guys? A favorite like, who's, player in the league? who's your favorite player in the league? It, it, can, it doesn't have uh, to be could be anybody. Devin Booker.
2: Uh, I would no. say, okay. for, for me, CJ and Clay Thompson.
0: Well, who's your favorite? Who's your freaking favorite?
1: Or LeBron James. Okay, Clay Thompson. Just, what the fuck's
0: wrong with you, man? Okay, so Clay Thompson is your favorite player in the NBA, right? uh samran yep. i mean bashir yep and uh lebron is your favorite player right now yeah and then like your your one your your number two guy is devin booker samran and your one b guy is cj McCollum, right uh
2: correct okay
0: so that's the type of vibes i got off you guys so whenever you see something that's kind of big doesn't that uh, we'll use devin booker for samran doesn't don't you think about how that's gonna affect your 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 uh, you get the guy you cheer for? Like, do you ever just see like a rule change? You're like, whoa! How's that gonna affect the you know? Yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs>
1: this this one, this one. You're right. I was sure. Like, I I was hoping it was gonna be inter conference like voting. Like, whoever is like the top top forty two guys get the votes, but it's not. So, it, I you know what? Change, then, I yeah.
0: have I had I had the same thing in my head. I wanted a top. I wanted. All star eligibility selected by media, fans, and or just media and coaches. I don't care about the fans. Yeah, uh,
1: man. Yeah, you're right. You you, uh, you, you know you just, know, you know what would really bother me? What if, if 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 Lonzo Ball gets put in the? He get the votes because he might. Man, that's, his popularity is skyrocketing. That's how he. Yeah. No, he won't.
0: But you know like the honest. thing is, he will not get the player vote, and he will not get the the coach vote. So that's why not. Saying... We've
2: seen we've seen we've seen rookies be all stars.
0: No, but that's yeah. with fan voting. If there's no fan coaches voting
2: have voted, coaches have voted rookies Okay, be even too.
0: even if do you know how detrimental it is to not receive twenty five percent of a vote?
2: Wait, it's what are you talking about
1: what are you, like one, one. He, he the he media thinks fans vote. Really hit Lonzo. He no, thinks no, no, no. I'm
0: not. I'm saying. I'm saying fans like Lonzo. He'll get 50 percent of that vote, but he won't get okay. the f- all of the coach vote. If you're saying he'll get the coach vote at all, and he won't get yes, any he, of he, the if player vote. Out, if
2: he balls out. He will.
0: But think about it. Think about it for one second. He's not gonna get any, like if if you're trying to pass a class and you get zero percent on 25 percent assignment, it's gonna like you're crippling yourself.
2: I get what you mean. Yeah, Yeah. Logistically, it wouldn't work.
0: Okay. And then there's this, though. (laughs) I would like to see eligibility. So I would like to see coaches and media decide on eligibility. So 25 guys from the East, 25 guys from the West. And then
1: do LeBron and Steph pick your guys because that would be crazy. (laughs) That would be the wild, wild west, man. That would literally be the wild, wild west.
2: Yeah, like, that's just great. Uh, that's insanity. We'll
1: never like,
0: But everybody, everybody technically there is an all-star. Like Not an all-star, but like all-star eligible.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we'll make there. LeBron
2: the president of the NBA, man. Yeah, I mean, he already is. <laughs>
0: kind though. of is
1: already, man.
2: How did Chris kind of Paul is.
0: force players president?
1: He wanted it really bad and he was he was and he was good friends with the former lawyer or the chief lawyer Hunter or something i forget his name and Billy he, Hunter.
0: He,
1: if Billy lebron Hunter, exactly, wanted really it could he have it yes yeah yes yes i, I but lebron's pretty like remember the, lo- the last lockout, lebron was pretty like outspoken and he was at the meetings and everything so yeah. he, what he pers- is
0: he is he vice is he vice president or or is that who is that uh,
1: that's, that's Roger Mason that's Roger Mason Jr uh, is that, uh, i think
0: Andre Dug- is vice president
1: I don't yeah, know. I'm that not was... sure. Yeah. Okay,
0: anyway. Uh this is we're gonna wean off the bat uh, I have a cold, so if I sound a little snotty, sorry. But uh, uh
2: what what's what's left on the table?
0: Uh there's this show guys. It's called Rick and Morty, okay?
2: Okay, listen, your brother already gave us a spiel on this, bro. Okay, but the <laughs>
0: podcast isn't being released, so who gives a fuck? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yo.
2: Yeah, rip rip uh rip uh rest in peace, uh the two hours we spent that day, so <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm, oh,
1: I'm, I'm I'm done going on that pod now. Yeah, <laughs> don't, yo, don't worry. This about, this
0: this podcast will come out. Yo, it's just hilarious. I don't know how he explained it to you guys, but he you know what happened? I'll tell you how I'm what happened. I on Saturday my friend said, yo, you should watch Rick and Morty. I'm like, the fuck's that? Whatever. I don't care about it. Monday, I go to a class, and some guys watching Rick and Morty next to me because I could recognize the guys because I looked them up. And then I go to the library, and a guy on my left I, – I kid you not. I'm not lying to you. A guy on my left is watching Rick and Morty. And I got on my right is watching Rick and Morty. I'm like, whoa, that's fucking weird. That's four times in, like, (laughs) the span of 72 hours. I go home. My brother starts talking about Rick and Morty. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Well, where did this show come from? And then I go on Twitter, and then Amin al-Hassan is talking about Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty saying it's the best TV show he's watched, bar none. And I'm just like, gee. Like, for cartoons, for me, SpongeBob, Wall is Reign Supreme. Even though it's not that funny, it's just like, it's just... Uh, no, nah, very...
2: Spongebob is actually funny, though.
0: Yeah, I'll but agree you. With guys you guys
2: grew up with it, though. That's exactly. Different. We have a bias yeah, towards it. That's a good point.
0: But this, co- <laughs> this is Yo, adult on, comedy.
1: What's, what's the basic premise? Can you just... Okay, I'll it tell, you. tell you. So, Rick, Rick
0: Sanchez is some insane scientist, okay? He's like, okay. I want to say he's 3,000 years ahead of his time, okay? But the thing is, okay. he's a drunk. He's a drunk. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> he he just takes his like uh grandson around for these insane adventures, but there's a okay. timeline to it. There's not it's not like just okay here, okay. There. There's actually a timeline to what's going on. So everything okay. moves forward. So you don't feel like it's just a. you don't feel like it's that freaking family guy just stand still. You don't know if it's moving forwards or backwards. Like like they get older yeah, as the show yeah, goes on. I you know don't even,
2: I don't Story is what you're saying. Pardon me? There's a there's,
1: oh,
0: yeah, there... yeah, yeah, yeah there is. Yeah, yeah. There's a plot and everything. Yeah. And when I tell you, Rick is the funniest cartoon guy I've ever seen in my life. In my life. It's Damn. better than Family yeah, Guy. This, it's this better super... than Simpsons. It's better than anything I've watched. Is, is
1: it Simpsons? made by the is it made by the same people?
0: No, no, no. It's random. It's made, ra- made by random guys, but, like, it's it's in my tier one class with Spongebob. But Spongebob, if I didn't grow up watching Spongebob, Spongebob would be in my, like, bottom tier. Does that make sense to you yeah, guys?
1: Like, yeah, you I never know. watched episodes of Spongebob, that's why.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I mean, yeah, you yeah, you didn't grow up with this, so I can see what you're saying, but bottom tier is a strong okay, place no, to place It'd SpongeBob. be in the middle.
0: It, it'd be in the middle. It'd be in the middle, because, like, I yeah, wouldn't um, necessarily okay. care for it. yeah. Understandable. I I actually rewatched uh, an episode of SpongeBob, and it's the episode where SpongeBob tries to get into the salty spittoon, and uh, oh yeah, and, like he I mean, that's, gets, that's, a, that's a pretty, pretty you nobody know, get, gets he gets Patrick him. to beat himself up to make himself look tough, and and Patrick is all of a sudden. Patrick can like fly and shit, and like make it look like he's getting his ass kicked in the
2: air. And I was just cracking. That's the same episode where they're like, uh, hold on, I'm trying to think. Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of the Weenie Hut Jr. episode.
0: That is the Weenie Hut Jr. episode. He's tries yeah, he tries to get into the Salty Spittoon, and he goes, Yo, you're weak. Go to the Weenie Hut. And he's like, Alright. And he's like, Not that. The Weenie Hut Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then he's like, Weenie Hut General, you yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Alright, guys. <laughs> I think we're all really tired. I think it's uh, you know, time F- to call end of the podcast
1: hi guys it was it was a good pod
0: listen i want to say this though before we go before we go we are transitioning to all in-house audio so i'll be in the same room with good acoustics so if you guys have stuck around with us listen to our podcast they're gonna get even better so hit that subscribe button follow us on instagram follow us on twitter give us support review us on itunes please yes please thank you all right. have a Take good night care. guys peace out. peace out bro